Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. I'll start. I, I got a lot to cover here. The Giants, the Jets. Well, I'm going to start with the Giants, who gave you a very good effort yesterday, even though they wind up losing again to the Philadelphia Eagles. What is that, 11 in a row they've lost in Philly? 33-25, the final score of the game. I mean, this game was 20-3 to at halftime. And then, of course, in the second half, you saw Dable make the switch from Tommy, uh, you know, uh, uh, veal cutlets, chicken cutlets, Tommy, Tommy DeVito, uh, back to Tyrod Taylor. I mean, uh, uh, let's be honest about a couple things here, okay? Tyrod Taylor is much better than Tommy DeVito. And all due respect to DeVito, you know, he had a nice little run, wins those three games in a row, the big game against Green Bay, all of that. The bottom line is Tyrod Taylor is a far superior quarterback to Tommy DeVito. That's number one. The Giants had a couple breaks, no doubt about it. That fumble right away on the second-half kickoff that led to an easy touchdown, Barkley taking it in. The big pick six by Dory Jackson to get them close. But, you know, then with the, with the game on the line, you know, Jalen Hurts made some big plays. That one play to uh, A.J. Brown, what was it, third and 20? And he hit A.J. Brown for like 32 yards that set up the touchdown that, you know, put them ahead back up again by nine points and all of that, even though the Giants come back again. You know, Taylor hitting Darius Slayton on that 70-yard touchdown pass to get them close and all of that. But, you know, I give the Giants credit. Played tough. Good effort by the Giants last night. But they weren't beating the Eagles. You know, especially Philly coming off three consecutive losses. Um, You know, and Philly's going to win the division. I mean, let's be honest. Dallas got beat by... Uh, got beat by Miami on Sunday, on Sunday, uh, and uh, you know Dallas is going to finish uh, as the lead wild card. But Philly's got the Cardinals this week. I, I believe that game's in Philly, and then they close out with the Giants in in, in uh, MetLife. So there, there's no way that uh, Philly's not winning the division. They're going to they're going to uh, uh, win out the last three games of the year, and Dallas will be the lead wild card. You know, and 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 just looking at the state of the Giants right now. You asked me, what are they, picking fifth right now? I think right now the Giants would pick fifth overall in the NFL draft. And I don't see them winning again. I mean, they play the Rams this week. It's a big game for the Rams. I know it's a home game for the Giants, but it's a big game for the Rams. They're 8-7. and seven. They're right in the playoff mix right now. They're playing very good football. Watched them on Thursday night. Uh, really looked good against New Orleans. Matthew Stafford's got it going. You know, uh, the kid Napua, whatever you say his name, you know, Cooper Cup back. Uh, Kalen Williams has been running the ball well. I, I don't see the Giants winning. The Giants going to lose the last two games. You got to figure the Giants going to lose the last two games. They're going to finish 5-12, and 12, and they're going to be a top-five draft choice. And I got to believe, and I understand they got a lot of money committed to Daniel Jones and, and all of that, you know, 
they paid him the franchise number last year, 40-plus million, all of that. I think the Giants are drafting a quarterback. You know? Jones was not their guy. He wasn't Joel Shane and Brian Dable's guy, and I clearly think the Giants will draft a quarterback. Maybe DeVito will be the backup because I think Tyrod Taylor is a free agent, and I can tell you right now, the, as far as my football team goes, the Jets, God knows, one thing the Jets have got to do next year is get a legitimate veteran backup. The biggest mistake, and this is on Joe Douglas, the biggest mistake Joe Douglas made this year was not having a legitimate veteran backup for Aaron Rodgers. Because, they, you know, right now we'd be looking at a different season. If they had signed a, 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 a Gardner Minshew, if they had signed a, a Jacoby Brissett, if they had signed somebody like that going into the offseason, or Joe Flacco, dare I say, as he's ripping it up now in Cleveland, and don't expect I, – I fully expect the Jets to get destroyed by the Browns on Thursday night. I don't see any chance they win that game, but, you know, whatever. But, I mean, even, even Joe Flacco, this team probably would have three more wins. They probably would have, would have three more wins. So, look, if the Giants let Tyrod Taylor go, and I believe he's a free agent, I'm sure he will go, the Jets should be seriously looking into signing him. I mean, I, there is no – doubt about it so Giants gave it a good effort last night no question about it but at the end of the day in a game the Eagles really had to have uh Philadelphia found a way uh to get it done Jalen Hurts making the big plays when he had to A.J. Brown making the big plays when he had to make it you know what I thought was funny last night too Boston Scott who has killed the Giants over his like his entire career has been against the Giants winds up having that big fumble to start the second half I think that's the first time I've ever seen Boston Scott do something negative against the Giants. So, whatever. But uh, a good football day yesterday. How about the Chiefs? Boy, the Chiefs look like they're in a lot of trouble, don't they? I mean, the Raiders came in there yesterday and really just kicked their rear end. I mean, look, Patrick Mahomes was running for his life the entire game. I thought he played, I thought he played well. I mean, considering, that, like I said, he's running for his life the entire game, got beat up a little bit. But they have nobody to catch the ball. Outside of Travis Kelsey, who uh, had a very strange game yesterday. I wonder if all this stuff with his girlfriend is starting to affect him. You know? I wonder. But, I mean, you look at the Chiefs, man. There's something missing there. And their defense played well. I mean, I I don't think Aiden O'Connell, did he complete a pass after the first quarter? I think he, like, it was incomplete on his last 10 passes. Remember the game yesterday? The Raiders scored two touchdowns by the defense. On consecutive plays, you had that fumble with the with the, was it was a Pacheco, I guess it was, and uh, and and uh, Mahomes. They couldn't execute the uh, the handoff, got running for a touchdown, and then the next play, he threw that pick six to Jack Jones, who got right in Mahomes' face as he's running it into the end zone. So I mean, it wasn't like the Raider defense, uh, Raider offense, did really anything in this game. Late, they started to wear him down a little bit with the running game. But the Chief defense actually played pretty well. But right now, their offense has really got some issues. And I wonder, you know, I'm watching Travis Kelsey yesterday. Remember that first pass Mahomes threw him? He dropped it, and he got all ticked off. And he had a couple nice plays. He had that one play where he caught the ball and, you know, ran some people over for about 25 yards. But what happened on the sideline? If you watched the game yesterday, the, the Chiefs executed a beautiful fake punt 
with the punter throwing the ball for the first down to the backup tight end. They get the first down, and then they pan to the sideline. There's Kelsey basically throwing his helmet down. What was that all about? What was he upset about? And then you see Andy Reid kind of grabbing him and, and talking to him a little bit. What's going on with Kelsey, man? You know what I think? This is just my personal opinion. I mean, what do I know? I got a feeling, especially the Raiders yesterday, you know, a lot of the guys on that Raider defense, that they were trash-talking Kelsey about his girlfriend up there. I bet you there were some interesting things that were said to him uh, during the game, especially by the Raiders secondary. I'm sure they had – maybe Jack Jones had a few things to say. So, uh, anyway, I thought that was interesting. But I think the Chiefs right now – you know, for the first time, even if they win the division, and I guess the Raiders could still win the AFC West if they win out and Kansas City loses their last two games. I don't see that happening, but Kansas City does have a tough game, though, coming up against the Bengals this week. Bengals coming off that loss to Pittsburgh where they got Jake Browning came down to, back down to earth on uh, Christmas Eve. but uh, Or Saturday. I guess it wasn't Christmas Eve. It was actually Saturday. But, um, you know, we'll see. But the, for the first time in Patrick Mahomes' career – he will play a playoff game on the road, which is mind-boggling when you think about it. I mean, they've played every playoff game he's played in his career has been at Arrowhead in Kansas City or Gayha Field, whatever the hell they call it now. But um, anyway, so I thought that was interesting. And then as far as the night game is concerned, hey, give the Ravens credit, man. Did they bring Brock Purdy back down to earth? Oh, my God. Four picks in this game by Purdy. Got hurt later on in the football game. Sam Donald had to come in. He threw a pick late as well. Um, just not a good night for the San Francisco 49ers. And, you know, I thought the Niners would go in and continue to roll, and that did not happen. Give the uh, Ravens credit. The one thing I need to see, though, from Baltimore, I got to see them winning the play. I got to see Lamar Jackson winning the playoffs. I mean, right now they're 12-3. and They got the best record in the NFL. But I got to see the Ravens, and they got a big game this week against the Dolphins, huge game for the Dolphins. And with that said, my good buddy, big Dolphin fan that he is, John Jastrzemski, J.J., is going to join us <coughs> at uh, noon. Brian Costello will join us at 11. <coughs> we'll talk to him about, uh, about the state of the Jets and, you know, Sal and everybody coming back. We'll talk about that uh, with Costello at 11 o'clock. He of the New York Post. And then uh, Marash is going to be doing a show after me. Late in the show, we'll have him come on. I want to get – he's a big Giant fan. I want to get his take on the state of the Giants right now. So we'll do all of that. But I got to see Lamar Jackson winning the playoffs. I do. And like I said, a big game against Miami this week. That game is in Baltimore. Uh, Miami needs to win that game because I, I don't – if I'm a Dolphin fan and I look at Buffalo right now – now, Buffalo, look, I mean, I give the Chargers credit on Saturday night. They gave Buffalo all you want in that game. They needed a field goal at the gun to win it, the Bills. But the Bills played New England this week at home. Got to figure they're going to win that game. And then it's probably if Baltimore, uh, you know, does what you would think they would do against Miami, then you're looking at a game for the division title uh, with the Dolphins and the Bills probably on Sunday night football in the last week of the season. So good win for the, for the, the Fish against Dallas on uh, on uh, Sunday. But um, we'll see what they do against Baltimore coming up this week. And to me, right now, Buffalo is a very, very dangerous team. And you can make a case that next to the Ravens right now, the Bills are the next best team in the AFC. So we'll talk about that. We'll get more into all the football. Like I said, 
JJ will join us. We'll talk about the uh, league with him in Miami, and we'll talk uh, the Jets with Costello. As far as, the, as far as the Jets go, you know, they win that game against Washington on Sunday. A couple things about that. You know, the Jets are winning this game 20 – I was so aggravated on Christmas Eve watching this game, I got to tell you. The Jets are up 27-7 to in this freaking game, right? Brees Hall's having a monster game early – third quarter, right? You know, they should have won this game by four touchdowns. They got the ball. Quincy Williams gets an interception, actually holds on to the ball, right? The Jets get the ball deep in, in the Washington territory. I think it was second and goal from the six-yard line. You know what? Just run the ball. Give the ball to Brees Hall. Give the ball to Brees Hall. And give the ball to Brees Hall again. And if Brees Hall doesn't score the touchdown, kick the field goal. Now you're up 30-7. to seven. And pretty much the game is going to be over. But in the infinite wisdom of, of I keep calling him Paul, uh, that's his father, Nathaniel Hackett, who may be, and I don't even know if there's a may in this, the worst offensive coordinator the Jets have ever had. Now, I'm sure he'll look better with, Rod- with Rodgers there next year, but he stinks. Why in the world would you have Trevor Simeon? Is Trevor Simeon is the quarterback. Why in the world would you have Trevor Simeon throw a pass from the six-yard line when you're up by, by 20 points, when, it, when a field goal puts you up by, you know, more than three touchdowns and you're sitting there in, you know, very good shape to win the game? Nah, why would we do that? we got to get cute. So Simeon throws the pass, gets picked off. Of course, Washington returns it to, like, beyond midfield. They put Jacoby Brissett in the game, and he almost pulls the game out. Right? I mean, all of a sudden, you know, Brissett's in the game. He looks like Marino. That's another guy, by the way, the Jets. You know what? If he's out there, that's another guy the Jets could sign as the veteran backup. I'm in. I'm good with Jacoby Brissett. And it begs the question, if you're Ron Rivera, who I got to believe is going to get fired at the end of the year, probably Eric Bieniemy is going to wind up being a coach there. Why the hell would you start Sam Howell over Brissett? Brissett almost pulled out the game against the Rams the week before. Why would you do that? Because Jacoby Brissett is much better than Sam Howell. It's not even close. But the Jets were fortunate. They hold on. They win the game. Greg Zerline, who's had a magnificent year, uh, makes that 54-yard field goal, and the Jets go on to, you know, salvage that. How bad? How bad? You know, after Woody Johnson gives this vote of confidence in the morning before the game, right? You know, Douglas is coming back, and Sal is coming back, and, you know, everybody's coming back. Ackett's coming back, right? Because Rodgers is basically running the team anyway, as we know. They're all coming back. How bad would it have looked if the Jets blew that game on Sunday? How bad would if they blew a 20-point lead when they were cruising? That play call by – by it still bothers me. Even though the Jets won the game, yeah, that play call by Hackett still just makes me delirious. Just run the ball. And to me, this is where the head coach has to get involved. And you ju- to me, this is a big problem with the coach. I, I, I think it's a big problem with Salah. You just can't let Nathaniel Hackett run wild and call whatever he wants. I mean, at some point, you're the head coach. You know, get in his ear and say, hey, you know what? I don't think I want Trevor Simeon throwing a ball from the six-yard line here. You know what I mean? But – And here's another thing, too, as far as the Jets, by the way. This idea that there's Jet fans out there that want to see him lose for a better draft choice, uh, you got, come on, all right, please? 
And that is so. If you're a Jet fan and you've been watching this team for a million years, we've seen them with plenty of high draft choices that didn't exactly work out. Now, did they? So this idea that you want them to tank, okay? And I, I, I never. Let me tell you something. I will never root against my team. I want to win every game. I don't care what the record is. I don't care how bad we are. I want to win. And if you're a Jet fan, do you really want to lose to the Patriots again? Would you really have, you know, maybe go from, let's say, the eighth pick in the draft to the seventh pick in the draft to lose for the 16th straight freaking time to New England? Really? And I understand it's a meaningless game and all of that, but come on. So this idea that you want to tank is nonsense. Give me a break. You know, it's not where you pick. It's who you pick, okay? And it doesn't look like the Jets are going to – they're not going to take one of the young quarterbacks, whether I think that's the right move or not. They're not going to do that. They're going to draft an offensive lineman. Maybe they're going to draft a wide receiver. They're going to try to draft for offensive help for this year with Rodgers. All right? That's what they're going to do. So this idea that they got a tank to get a higher pick is the biggest crock there could be. And let's be honest, nobody in the end – players don't tank. All right? Players do not tank. You know, if you're not going full speed – and you're not going all out in the NFL on every freaking play, you're probably going to be in the hospital at some point. So that, that is just absurd about Jet fans. Ah, oh, no, I want to get a better draft choice. Give me a break. Stop with that already, will you? It's who you take, not where you pick. So I don't, I, I, when I hear that, I, it makes me crazy. And I'm going to give you something else, too, that I don't buy. I don't buy for a second that Bill Belichick's leaving New England. I really don't. You know, this idea that it's going to be his last game against the Jets, and all, I don't buy it because they're going to have a high pick. So they're going to have a chance. I don't know where they pick now, maybe f- somewhere. What are the Giants? The Giants are 5-10. and 10, so, so New England right now is, what, 4-11? and 11? The Giants are 5-10. and 10, The Giants are picking fifth. So what's New England? Four right now? Third or fourth. So they're going to have – thank you, Dove. So they're going to have a chance to get a big quarterback. You think Bill's leaving when he's got a chance maybe to get one of the top quarterbacks that there's going to be coming out in the draft? Is he? To what? To go coach the Bears? To go coach the the the, the crummy Chargers? I mean, Justin Herbert, who I think is overrated anyway? I don't buy that for a second. I think Bill's coming back to New England, but that's me. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 